Happiness is an inside job. At Happy Healthy You, Connie Bowman helps us find our way with inspiring conversations and healthy ideas for living a whole life in mind, body, and spirit. Happy Healthy You, and now here's Connie. Everybody, welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I hope you're happy today. I'm happy, even though I had a little shot of, um, uh, I had a little steroid shot this morning (laughs) to get rid of a little scar. So I have a little soreness going on, but I'm still happy. What is happiness? Merriam-Webster defines happiness as a state of well-being and contentment. And it's really what we all want, isn't it? Just to be happy. I mean, when we're born, most of us, if we're lucky to be born in a body, especially if we're lucky enough to be born in um, a country as uh, wonderful as ours, we are lucky enough to be uh, probably happy. My little puppy, Sophie, she's seven months old, and she's pretty happy. She hasn't had uh, too many uh, difficulties in life, except for she has a big fear of stairs right now. So she she doesn't want to come up the stairs to sleep in her bed, in our bedroom. And I think that's making her a little bit unhappy. But <laughs> it's not that bad, right? But today we're going to talk about happiness and especially how we can really live almost every day, almost every moment in that state of well-being and contentment. So I'm really excited to bring our guest in. But before we do, I want to tell you about something else that makes me a little bit happy, actually really happy. (laughs) Blue Planet Eyewear, they are the sponsor of this podcast, and they're a really terrific company. They are eco-friendly. They make frames with recycled materials. Um, They make their temples with natural bamboo or wood to reduce carbon footprints. And their motto, which is the best thing, is visualize change. So every pair of readers or sunglasses that we purchase, they donate to those who might not be able to afford uh, vision wear. They donate through partners like Sea International, Feed the Children, Direct Relief, Best Day Foundation. And uh, one of their mottos is a grateful journey every step of the way. So what could be wrong with that? So go to blueplaneteyewear.com, shop around, and if you find something you like, use the code CONNIE20, which is our special Happy Healthy You discount, 20% discount off readers, sunglasses, and all this will be in the show notes. So um, without further ado, let me bring in our guest for today, our happiness expert. Jacqueline Pirtle is the founder of FreakyHealer.com. How much fun is that? Her passion for happiness shines through in all of her work as an energy healer, a mindfulness happiness coach, and she is the author of 365 Days of Happiness, a new book that um, she wrote after spending every day of 2017 devoted to her own happiness. She wrote every single day about the things that bring her joy and just so she could 
Um, well, she's going to tell us about it so she could share it with us. So I can't wait to talk to her about it. She's helped hundreds of clients shift into a, as she calls it, high for life frequency. Can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> Where they can reach happiness anywhere at any time. And she's helped them improve their health. She's actually helped women conceive. She's helped people create abundance in their lives and shifted people from a um, maybe a sense of, feeling of less than happy to happiness. She's been on tons of podcasts before, and I'm so grateful to have her here on Happy Healthy You. Welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you, Connie, for this introduction. That makes me giggle and very proud, of course. So thank you for having me. This is amazing. Thank I, you. I could tell first when I uh, received your beautiful book, 365 Days of Happiness, in my mailbox, I could tell that you were going to be a fun guest on this podcast. And then when we exchanged emails, I knew we were going to have a lot to talk about. So let's just dive right in. So you spent the whole year 2017 devoted to your own happiness. What what led up to that? Maybe let's start there. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it was kind of like an idea, also spur of the moment. You know, it's New Year's Eve 2017. We're sitting around the table with friends. And you know how you always say, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I just had this idea. And I said, you know, I do this work in helping people, like, redefine their happiness and then be and live it, right, um, all the time, every day. And I just want to basically put it in writing to reach more people and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write every single day little things about what spiritually uh, I am guided to focus on on that day, put it in writing and see what happens. And then it just so happens that at one point I said, that's it, <laughs> it's going to be a book. And then at the end of the year, I said, well, I better do this. And then, you know, in March, it came out. Very cool. Uh, well, the cover is so fun. You guys have to take a look at it. It has this amazing looking cupcake on that cover. <laughs> that's going to that's going to make a lot of people happy just looking at that cupcake. It's so it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I hear. I hear that when people see it and then when they hold it in their hands, they usually hug it because they just can't be anything else than already uplifted. And yeah. I absolutely I'm in love with that cover of the book. When I saw it, it, I knew this is it. Yeah, yeah. So I also wrote a book a few years ago um, called Back to Happy about my journey, getting back to happy after um, journeying through grief. And um, I'm wondering, a lot of people write about happiness because they have actually been to the opposite of happiness. Did you have a, a need to uh, redefine your own feelings of happiness? Or did you have any kind of experience that was, as we say, the opposite of happiness? Right, right. Sure. Um I mean, my journey about being an absolute, you know, happiness, a, a passion person and believer and doer and feeler, mm -hmm. I started really when I was little. It's just back then I didn't really know what this is all about, but I'm a redhead uh, lady today. And uh, so back in time, as a redhead girl growing up in Switzerland, that's where I'm from. It was just back then, it was just still like really uh, believe that, you know, redheads are evil and this kind of stuff. So there was a lot of bullying and a oh, lot of loneliness and teasing going on from, you know, everybody really in school and um, private. And so my 
my reaction to this was naturally to turn inward and I never felt like I'm on a crossroad because I was really little, but I'm sure that, you know, I probably did feel a little bit like that. And I just, I just chose to be in a happy bubble and because it felt good, right? I wanted to feel good. So I was just inside of me constantly creating good feeling things, right? And then it just throughout my life, it grew into more and bigger. And then I realized my gifts of the energy healing and just spiritually being very connected and seeing to people and helping people all the time. And then I just spread it kind of, it grew in the inside and I spread it to the outside. It just made me even happier and feel even better. And I just knew that this is my calling. And sure, of course, then I met my husband and, you know, when when you meet your soulmate, you learn a lot about yourself. And then my happiness, of course, grew together with him. I have two children. And that, of course, because they to me, they're my teachers, right? They came into my life and I knew, mm-hmm. okay, I, I better listen. And that grew. And then um, a couple years back was a really big um, situation where I took care of a loved one for over two months in a hospital. And I don't really want to get too much into that. They're fine now. But back then, what did that mean for me? Because I always believe that everything happens for a reason. There's always a gift in everything. And when I sat on a you know, on a in a hallway on the floor in that hospital the first night, I realized and I knew this is going to be a longer period. So what is this, right? What is this for me? What can I do here besides on a, a physical life le- a, a level, taking care of my loved one and doing whatever I can on that level? But what does this spiritually, right? What can mm-hmm. I, what am I here to do? And what I got was to basically make anybody and everybody that I encounter at all times in that hospital feel the best ever about themselves. Mm. But it starts with taking super excellent care of myself, no matter if I live in a hospital for that long, right? To really get up and be happy and live happy and not not base my happiness on the circumstances. And then basically share that with everybody and every everything around me with smiling at people saying thank you and lifting them right and maybe even inspiring them and that's what I did and it just that book was also then born you know through through that experience because there was no more doubt in my mind that you can be and live happy no matter your circumstances. Mm, I love this conversation already. (laughs) I love this. So you were a pretty wise little redhead as a little girl. It's so funny. My grandmother always wanted a redheaded great grandchild. She was like, can't you marry that redhead you were dating? (laughs) And and, uh, yeah, so I I don't understand that people would bully redheads because they're so uh, they do have I guess there is there is some folklore about the redheaded woman that goes back who knows how, how far but they're usually fiery and energetic and, you know, have a lot to offer the world. Very full of energy. So good for you. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love I love that. So um, 
I was reading in some of your materials, and it's it's very synchronistic because a couple of days ago I was recording another podcast about men and depression, of all things, and we talked about the responsibility that each one of us has for our own happiness. Um, I think it's a Dalai Lama, maybe, hmm, is it, who says that's our mission here is really to be happy, right? Um, and And... I've read that you wrote that somewhere that we, and maybe I'm, you know, sort of paraphrasing, but can we talk about that a little bit? Like you, you mentioned when you were in that hospital, how you, you wanted to uh, just brighten everyone's day and use your energy to uplift. And that's what we can all do, right? If we just work on our own happiness. Oh, absolutely. I guess the, the real important uh, part for me in this is that it has nothing to do that I basically I made other people or helped other people be happy because that would be not the right thing because who am I to say if somebody's journey is not happy for them right now, right? Even right. if they may be sad, it's their journey. It's more about for me, my responsibility is to, to be the absolutely most best happy me I can be because we're all energy we're all connected we're all one right when we're speaking with each other and we're connected we're sharing and co-creating energy mm -hmm. together and feelings together for your listeners so my responsibility is to be the ha best happy me I can be and then through that obviously I'm sharing it because we're all connected and hopefully I'm also inspiring other people without any you know there is no um have to include it in that it's really just whoever is open and receiving in their time in their journey right now to take that inspiration say hey wait a minute i can do that too i want to do that too but yeah. i'm a big believer in that everybody's responsibility is really to to work on ourselves to be the best happy me or you you can be mm, yeah yeah and if somebody is um going through a depression or um, you know, a, a low period as, as we all will, but you know, there are ups and downs in every Absolutely. life. Um, just, uh, allowing someone else's happiness molecules to inspire us, I think is part of just being open to, uh, the changes of being happy, like to be able to shift to that, um, next level. So, um, oh, absolutely. I want to get to you too. I want to read a sample of your book in a little bit, but I, I just wanted to talk about a few other things. So um, you say that we can reach happiness anywhere at any time. That's intriguing mm -hmm. to me. How can we do that? Like if we are in a situation that is stressful, like today I was getting, I had, I face planted when I was um, running last um, this is a very a trite example, but I'll just use it as an example. When I was running last fall, I face planted because I was holding my phone and I wanted to save my phone instead of my face. <laughs> and so I had a little scar on my face, on my on my upper lip, and I had this. Um, I went to the doctor today, and she said, "I'm going to just inject the steroid." Mm -hmm. It was the most painful thing I've ever felt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, how can you be happy when you are in pain? I mean, I'm using that as a um, a silly example, but I know a lot of people in my yoga classes, for example, and that come for Reiki that are in chronic pain. Um, how can we, using pain as an example, how can we actually 
reach happiness anywhere um, considering some some of the situations we are in right um I get I get asked that a lot and I come across that too you know I wake mm-hmm. up with headaches too or pain or whatnot but it always boils down to just really letting go of any expectations mm-hmm. you have that happiness has to show up on your doorstep right so we have this we have this thought of happiness needs to be that I'm all like dancing around and smiling and laughing and playing around and everything is bloomy and golden and and great and the thing is, is that when you have that understanding of what happiness needs to be or needs to be that way, you really put yourself under pressure. So then there you go. You wake up with a pain. Well, that's not happiness, but it is happiness. And uh, so first of all, it's to let go of all expectations. Happiness comes in many different ways. When you have pain, for instance, and like I say, I have pain too. Um, Pain is a body's language uh, and it, the pain speaks to you. The body can't speak in many other ways to you, right? It can't just like speak to you in words. So it speaks to you in pain saying, hey, lady, you're messing up, right? You're, you're not taking good care of yourself or you need to drink more or eat different or sleep more or whatever it is, right? So instead of wanting that pain to go away because it's not happiness, to really invite that pain and say, hey, thank you for showing up there as long as you want. I know you have a message for me, so what is it? Have a chit-chat with it. Ask your body what this pain is trying to tell you, right? And then this pain, um, you will get answers, you know, like the, it can come in visions, in words, in thoughts. Oh, wait a minute, right? Yesterday, I didn't really eat so well, or I did not really go to the bathroom well, or I didn't sleep enough, or mm-hmm. anything that it is, and then turn this whole ship around and say, thank you, this is amazing, and then go take care of yourself, and that will absolutely release any pressure you had or any, um, you know, expectations you had about happiness, and that's how the headache then is also allowed to stay and go away again. Not that you want it to go away because that makes it not happy again, but to then say, oh, I got it, and usually the headaches then go away or the pain can start to kind of release itself and to just look in these situations and then the other thing would be to just um let go of any resistance you have right happiness is this weird you know like a lot of people think like happiness come on it's not possible every day or and that's a resistance we have right I'm a big believer that you are happiness and that happiness is you. There's nothing to find because every single cell of your body is happiness. Every every breath you take, every blood pump in you is happiness. It's life. It's you being here in this physical life. So and ultimately you are happiness and happiness is you it's right there it's like a package shield right wherever you show up happiness is right there too and to really accept that and understand that and then let go of any resistance and how to do that on how it works for my clients and how it works for me really good is to really just i to really just it you can even say that or think it i accept what's going on I respect what's going on I appreciate what's going on I think and I love what's going on oh. and that can maybe be a little hard to say I love my headache or I love my depression or I love what you thought was not happiness but ultimately how can you not love your pain when your pain is the language of your body that's guiding you to feel better mm. I love the way you just put that and you were so emphatic about it so I believe it <laughs> so let's just recap okay so this is how we can 
can be happy anywhere at any time. So we have to reframe our way of thinking if we are focusing on the negative thing that is present. We have to let go of expectations because they're just a setup for disappointment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much true. I remember when my husband and I got married, I said, well, what kind of expectations? I think we were filling out the marriage counseling form that the church gave us or something. And it said, what kind of expectations do you have for each other? And so I said, <laughs> what kind of expectations do you have for me? And you better watch it. I was probably looking at him really hard. And he said, I don't have any. He, and it's true. He really has no expectations. If I don't fix dinner, he's, he doesn't complain. He just does it. I mean, really, to this day, after many, many, many years of marriage, he still has no. So he can't be disappointed. Now, me, on the other hand. <laughs> so and then we have to ask. Now, that's a big thing. Like, what does this what is this pain or whatever is present that might be the opposite of happiness? What does this have to teach me? And then let go of the resistance to know the answer, because the, 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 that true answer does come, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's really also that's so important that to become aware that nothing has to change. Mm. And I know you might then say, yeah, but if I'm in pain, I have a depression, don't you think it should change? No, actually, nothing has to change. You are mm-hmm. where you are. It's perfect. It's okay. Nothing has to change. And when you say that and believe that and when you let go of that pressure that you have to be different, that things have to be different, even in a hard time, like think me of that hospital. If I would have said to myself, oh, it has to change. Well, it's not going to change right now. Nothing has to change. But my perception, my feeling, my attitude, and just everything about how I look and think and hear, taste, smell, see this situation, that I can shift. It doesn't have to change. But if I shift that into Alrighty then. So what am I going to do now? And you will get an answer. And when you do that, out of that wonderful new space that then you create, it's all these good uh, opportunities and situations and solutions that you had no idea they could even exist because you were too busy to be under pressure thinking needs to change mm-hmm. are suddenly in front of you. And then you're open to actually see them and receive them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And using the example of my husband who had no expectations, but me who had a lot of expectations <laughs> for him, uh, eventually after many years, I let go of the expectation that he should make dinner exactly the same number of nights a week and clean the dishes exactly the same number of nights a week and take care of the kids exactly the same amount as me. (laughs) When I let go of that expectation, our marriage got a lot better and he stepped up to the plate a lot more and um, it was more about me. And that's the key, I think. It's always about us, right? It's always about us. it's never about the other. It's always like my feelings are my feelings. Nobody can make me feel anything. And important is to then take take responsibility of your feelings and say, oh, I feel that. So what is that? Maybe it's an old trauma that's Mm -hmm. ready to be released. Maybe it's a next stepping stone for me to understand more about myself but it's always 
everything is always about me, what's happening for me. It's never to me, it's for me. And then work with that. And then you have a complete different way of like like living and experience your life. Hmm. And this is a process. And we'll talk about how how you went through this whole year of really living this in a little bit. But I want to finish this because this is really this is really rich, everything that we're talking about. So um, yeah, so we have to sit with that if we if we get the information after we ask that we do that there is some childhood trauma or something that is coming up to be released. We have to really be with that, right? We have to feel that just allow it to be before we can, um, we have to kind of come to some peace with that. I like how you yes, and I like how you just said, we just have to kind of let it be. And it's all about that, that headache has to have space to be that trauma has to have space to be your sadness has to have space to be and when you let things be it's just you you can fall in love with the feelings that you have because of an old trauma you can actually fall in because it's part of you think about uh, the the traumas and everybody has them it's like a little backpack that everybody carries on their back right we Mm -hmm. all have certain traumas and think about like This book that I wrote and the work I do is based on who I am today. Well, these traumas were all or are all part of who I am today, which makes them actually gifts. Sure, some people do you wrong and that, but that's theirs. What does this have to do with me? Well, who I am today, these are like little stepping stones, little brick stones that made me who I am today. And that in itself makes it a gift and it's beautiful. I'm in love with it. And that's why the book, the book exists. And that's happiness to me. Mm. Nothing has to change. Mm-hmm. I think this is where a lot of people get uh, stuck, though. I know I've been in situations where I've had to just let something be and sit with it, even though I might be feeling hurt or angry or some really intense emotions. And to sit with that was very difficult. Uh, but I know when I did and I, you know, I have some practices that I use. I'm, I breathe and I do yoga and I pray and I go to my go-to um, spiritual practices and um, eventually things shift. And the whole purpose is being happy. So, so if I can keep that sort of in in the forefront so I know that I have a goal I can get there I can get through it I don't know what do you have to say about that because I think this is like you know something is about to be released or maybe you don't know and but you're sitting in this crap (laughs) this this what do they call it in Switzerland the the really hard shit (laughs) yeah probably something prettier probably something very pretty but you're sitting in it and um it's a difficult place to be even though you know you've got this happiness goal that's this bubble so how how do you do it Jacqueline well first I accept I acknowledge first actually I acknowledge what's happening okay I'm having a hard day or okay I'm in pain or okay this is what's happening no judgment just acknowledge Mm. and then I go into letting go of expectations that it has to be different it doesn't have to be different it is what it is it's okay and then I move on into I accept 
I, you know, I, I respect, I appreciate, I think, and I love what's going on. Mm. And then I breathe, and out of that moment, out of that clear space, that you can literally feel things falling off of you, and you just, <sighs> out of that space, I'm going to go and say, so what would feel good to me right now? Uh, and then take a baby step, you know, a piece of chocolate. Yeah. Sure, I'm going to go have that piece of chocolate and indulge in it really deeply and long and feel the chocolate. I might even have a conversation with the chocolate about happiness, right? Then, or you can look at birds, you can hug, go hug a tree, you can focus on your breathing, you can do movement, whatever it is, little baby steps, what makes you feel better. If it makes you feel good, it's happiness. Mm, I love that. And I bet you've had some really good chocolate over there in Switzerland. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. All over the world, actually. <laughs> All over the world, yeah. It's, wouldn't that be great to do a chocolate tour? That would be a happiness. Just to that go. would be happiness right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. So so that makes a lot of sense. I think this is this is a stumbling block for for me and for probably a lot of people. So when you're in that place where you just have to let it be, keep the story to a minimum, right? No shame, blame, or guilt. Those are the killers. When you create a story around something, you want to you feel the shame. You might want to blame somebody else. You might feel guilt. So no judgment. No judgment, just let whatever is no happening judgment. be. And then go right to gratitude. Do what makes yeah. you happy. And then yeah. I, I love the final, the final thing. Remember, you are happiness. You are happiness. Maybe, Absolutely. is there an image that, besides the cupcake, is there another image that comes to mind? Like I immediately, when I thought that, when I said those words, I am happiness, I think of my little puppy <laughs> because that's a that's a really good image for me. Just this happy puppy kind of rolling on her back, just like being, and babies are so happy. Um, is there an image that comes to mind for you that is happiness? Maybe that's helpful for people to come up with an image to keep in the back of their mind. Right. I mean, my image changes constantly right mm -hmm. i love nature i love animals i mm -hmm. love my family so anything really i love crystals i love a good cup of tea a good glass of red wine some chocolate but also like you know like for instance standing in front of the mirror and and, and focusing on something that you really like about yourself right it can be it could be one freckle i have thousands of them <laughs> it could be one freckle you you find something it could be a fingernail it could be your smile it can be anything you really and to really just look at that and feel how good it makes you feel that you 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 like that on yourself right or something you you're really good at right maybe you're good at singing maybe you love your voice maybe you love your toes maybe mm -hmm. something and really focus and realize that in a physical appearance that you are that is what you like about yourself then move maybe into your thoughts right because to me we're, we're one being but we're different components right so your physical body Find something on your physical body that you really like about yourself and mm. focus on that. And then you are your mind. Find something in your mind that you really like about yourself. Maybe a, a thought that constantly comes up and that just makes you feel so good, right? Focus on that. Then your soul, right? Your soul lives in your heart. Like 
what is in your heart, what touches your heart, good music or a, a beautiful picture or hugging a furry friend or a, touching a baby or hugging a baby or a hug or a kiss, anything that touches your heart, feeds your soul. Focus on that, right? It doesn't have to be much. Just mm -hmm. one thing is plenty. And then your consciousness, right? Which the power of your consciousness is, is in your now. So right now, what is going right for you right now that makes you feel really good? Is it your breath? Because you realize that every breath is a celebration of you being here, right? Is it you and I? We're talking here. We're having a great conversation. I'm having a smile. I love that, right? Mm -hmm. It can be it can be storming outside and all these things happening, circumstance, whatnot. But you and I are talking right now with each other and co-creating amazing information and energy for your listeners. And that is happiness. So right now it can be... It can be, like I say right now, it can be a, a piece of chalk, it can be your breath, it can be a bird flying right in front of you, it can be a feather coming down and you realizing, wait a minute, that feather is energy just like I am. What is that fe feather wanting to tell me? Why is that feather coming right in front of me, right? Like, oh, be light. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not light anymore. Ha, huh, that feather is telling me to, you're too heavy. Be light. Look at me, right? Like really play with your consciousness with the... You universe what's happening to you right now and little by little and that's what this book is so amazing about every single day it kind of helps you to focus on one thing mm. and then after 365 days of happiness you, you're like you're you're trained right your mind your whole being is trained and you get a glimpse of how it feels when you feel good just even if here's another idea if you sit down you, you sit down right now and you say, what feels good to me? How does that feel when I'm happy? And you just kind of feel it, visualize it, and then take that with you during the day. And every time you kind of lose yourself a little bit into some other emotions, you could come back to it and say, that's how it feels for me, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. So there's actual science behind this, right? Uh, neuroscience says that neurons that fire together wire together. So if we take your book and read and reflect on each page every single day for a year, we're definitely going to be making some new uh, positive grooves in our brain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the important part is also for me to that your listeners and also, you know, the people I work with understand that even when you're angry, that is happiness because it's when you're angry and you judge yourself, or you think anger is bad or shouldn't be or shouldn't have gotten angry. That is the only part that actually makes anger not a part of you that is happiness. But when you look at anger and say, hey, wait a minute, what is anger? Anger is an energy, it's a feeling, it's an energy, it's a very, very powerful fighter energy. That means you just learned about yourself that you actually got some fight in you, right? Mm -hmm. And when you accept that and then don't act it out on others, but when you're angry to live it in the way, maybe go clean your house, maybe go clean your car, or do something that's really good when you do it in a forceful way, right? And afterwards, when you're done and you have this clean house or this, I don't know, you, you got the tree down that needed to go down or something, right? You're going to be so happy. So you lift your anger as a real powerful, powerful energy 
and part of you in a positive way. Same mm. with sadness. Like, like I always say, make best friends with your feelings. Don't have them go away. Don't judge them. Everybody gets angry. Hey, why not become best friends with your anger and really use it for what it's meant to be used from what makes it positive and then it turns it all into happiness mm, yeah good point use it for good <laughs> that's the key right yeah. <laughs> take all that energy and use it for good right i want to read um i'm i chose day 301 just sort of randomly but i when i opened to it i was like oh this is beautiful do you mind if i read just a little bit of it Oh, please. Thank you. And you can comment. So on this morning of day 301, as we're reading through your beautiful book, it says being happy is your natural state of being. When you are happy, your physical health is at its peak. Your mind thinks positive thoughts. Your soul feels good and is heard loud and clear. Your consciousness is vivid. Life is going great for you. Good things come your way and nothing not even the unfitting can shift you from being and living in your high for life frequency. I want to I want to talk about that a little bit. I, and it goes on. There's a few more um, paragraphs that just talk about what it feels like to be happy, and it's just beautiful. Um, can we talk about this high for life frequency that you say we will we will find and eventually be able to sustain after practicing for a while, uh, definitely by day 301. I hope I'm feeling high for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I call it like high for life frequency. I just kind of came up with, up with that uh, description because to me that is what I feel when I'm happy, right? When, mm -hmm. I, when I just love life. No matter what's happening, I just love life, right? And my my um, my body feels really good, even if maybe I have a headache, right? But it feels good because I accept it all. And then my health can actually peak because once I realize what the headache was about and why, I can take care of it and my health can actually peak. I fall in love with my body, right? I am in love with my body and I'm moving constantly and going with the natural flow of life, which is constantly moving, right? Mm -hmm. And then that that's like, that's a high for life feeling like I, I want to just hug the whole world right when my body is just wonderful right and the same thing goes of course with your mind you know when you're when you're really committed and to to being the happiness and living the happiness that you already are you have a bigger chance of of shifting your thoughts that are not really helping you uh, into thoughts that are do help you right so let's say you get ready in the morning really fast right you look quickly in the mirror and you're like oh god <laughs> it happens to all of us right you say then hey wait a minute that did not help me so i'm just gonna shift it go back in front of that mirror and say i'm beautiful oh my gosh look at me and then go your whole day will shift and change and when you commit to be and live the happiness that you already are you will be able to have these positive thoughts more often and it becomes kind of like a natural way of thinking for you and then um 
like we, we say for the soul, right? I mean, if you, if you touch your heart with many things, like I mentioned before, hugging a baby, you know, or, or touching a furry friend or listening to touching music where you get chicken skin, right? Mm-hmm. You nourish your heart and you nourish your soul. And uh, that means you are really truly to you're really true to who you really are from a soul's perspective because we're really here to feel good. I'm a big believer and we're not here to suffer. We're here to feel good. Suffering and not feeling good is important. That makes you say, hey, wait a minute. That didn't feel good to me. Now I know what good, what I want to feel good, right? right, right. Um, so it's important, but ultimately in my in my belief is that we're here to feel good right and to really have a nourished soul and then in consciousness right if you focus on everything that's going wrong for you or that you have these expectations it's going to be really hard for you to go out and have a fabulous best day ever but if you just commit to focusing on everything that's going right for you you will oh you you will be busy all day because it's in everybody's lives there's so many things going right for you every breath you take that is going right for you because you are alive right mm, yes yes i like to say that every breath is an opportunity to start again and to let yeah. go and to let go of that which no longer serves us and just yeah, absolutely. breathe it out <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And if I may add on that, when you then look at your powerhouse of these components, you know, body, mind, soul, and consciousness, and you work and nourish every component of yourself, you have this high for life powerhouse, it's going to be really hard for you to be unhappy or to be unhappy for long before you then say, wait a minute, I want to shift again. And the thing is, it's like, let's say you're sad. Sometimes being sad feels really good. You know, you have a good cry maybe, and this is this release energetically Mm. and this cleansing detox of whatever it is that's going out. But then there comes this moment when suddenly being sad doesn't feel so good anymore. And that is that moment to catch, right? So you're sad, it feels good. It doesn't feel good anymore. That's that moment to be aware of. And that's when it's good to shift to something else that makes you feel good. Mm, Always shifting to something that makes you feel good. Now, for some people that might become more of an addiction. Um, How do we know if we are heading in that direction versus um, just kind of bringing more balance into our lives? Well, I... I believe that when you feel good and you're basically following feeling good, which to me, that means you're following your heart, you're following your soul purpose, that I cannot see in any way that that would become an addiction. It simply just means that you choose to feel good in life and to experience your life and your time being here in the best fitting way, a most truthful way to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just don't want to form an attachment to that feel good. We have to let it release the feeling good just as we released the, the feeling bad. Just let the flow, let it flow in and out and know that you are not that. Oh, oh, here, I just had an aha moment. So we, we are happiness. We are not the flow of the, the, 
perceived good and bad that comes in and out of our lives. We are happiness. We are love. We are joy. Right? Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And it only turns into good or bad when we make up our mind. Until mm. then, everything mm-hmm. just is, right? Mm. Good. I like the way you did that. <laughs> I like the way you <laughs> helped me shift that. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, um, ha- do you feel like you've developed a... Um, a keener intuition from your practice of happiness? Oh, absolutely. Because it's really true to myself. When I feel good, it's like I'm the most connected ever, right? But I mean, it's also like um, when I feel good, I'm clean and free and resistance-free and Mm expectation-free. And for the work I do with helping people um, and uh, energy healing and being an intuitive, it's really important for me to really work all the time on shifting myself to being good because that way I can help my clients in the cleanest way possible. Sure, sure. Do you have any go-to self-healing practices that you do besides the eating of the chocolate? I mean, um, more (laughs) physical and spiritual meditation or... Yeah, I mean, I, I... Make sure that I honor and celebrate myself every day, usually in the morning and then in the evening again. And that can sometimes be a couple minutes. And it really goes with, I practice my book too. So that's one thing. And I I love yoga, for instance, as a movement. I love yoga and biking and go out there in nature. And um, the other is like to just really be like be with myself right to sit even if it's with a cup of tea to be and to just feel my body like how does my body feel right now in every corner and every you know part of my Mm -hmm. body how does it feel what do you have to tell me oh really oh this is oh okay glad to know right and then with my mind to to really just be with myself without any expectations no have to do anything and then to make my commitment in the morning when I wake up today my biggest commitment my absolute goal is to feel good Mm -hmm. and to follow that beautiful that's just beautiful, Jacqueline. I um, I believe you. <laughs> I feel like I'm happier just being in your in your um, phone presence. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, I want to give everybody the information for you and your book, 365 Days of Happiness, with the beautiful cupcake on the cover. So maybe we could go ahead and do that, unless you have anything else you want to add for our listeners that might just create a little shift in them on this day, in this moment, as we speak. Anything come sure. to mind? I, what I'd like to share for the end is to really just go out there and be yourself and feel good because you deserve it and to not hold back, right? To really just, to not just enjoy that little smile, but to laugh out loud, right? To not mm. just kind of play a little bit no to go all go all out and be crazy and play really hard with life and be you and make sure that you take excellent care of yourself and feeling good you deserve it Mm, we do deserve it we do deserve it okay so where can we find you and your book you can find me at freakyhealer.com that's my website and i'm on social media everywhere facebook instagram twitter linkedin under that name freaky healer 
Uh, my book is uh, on Amazon, or you can also get a signed copy on my website. And if you could, that would be amazing if you could leave a review on Amazon and uh, Goodreads uh, about the book. And yes. uh, these reviews are just incredible how they help. They are. They really the help spread the, the word. Yes, 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 they do. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for reminding me. I meant to do that. Okay, cool. Well, everybody needs a freaky healer. So... <laughs> Thank you so much. So now Thanks I so have much. one and we all have we all have one. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for coming on the podcast and sharing your book and your wisdom and your light. You're just beautiful. Your your light is contagious. So thank you so so much. Thank you, Connie, for having me. You made this super easy and you're so warm and welcoming. So thank you for that. Oh, awesome. All right, well have a happy day. You too. <laughs> Bye.